Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Is there even a reason to believe that the Bucks are going to get this straightened out? I, I don't know that there really truly is other than how we define straightened out, considering the division they played in. We covered that yesterday. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. At least I'm refreshed a little bit with Brady, you know, not taking out his teammates yeah. like Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah. Uh, let's hear a little bit from Tom last night on Sirius XM's Let's Go podcast with uh, award-winning journalist, uh, Hall of Famer, believe it or not, there is a Hall of Fame. He's in Jim Gray. Uh, here is Tom uh, on his team's situation. There has to be more urgency. You have to understand that what we're doing just is not good enough. And that's very evident. So what do you do? You focus on the process of improvement. And that's what it has to be. We're going to have to change it from the player's standpoint because we're on the field that can do something about it. And if we want to do something about it, we've got to do more. And we got to commit to one another more. There's no quit in our group. And there will never be a quit as long as I'm a part of any team. I know that for sure. There is there is a lot of wheeze in there yeah. because he does take ownership with it. Yeah. But, Chris, um, as much as he can talk like this, this just has a different feel than any other situation we have ever seen Tom Brady in. Yeah, because we haven't, we're not accustomed to seeing Tom Brady over the course of a five game span losing four games. That's just uncharted territory. Carlin, there's only been one stretch in his career where he's lost three straight games, and you got to go back to 2002 to find it. So this is a little bit unusual, and this is a player whose leadership intangibles have always led to his teams being greater than the sum of its parts. But it doesn't feel like they're trending in that direction this year. And so that's why we point to what's going on in his personal life. We also point to what's going on with the head coaching change and transitioning to Todd Bowles from Bruce Arians. We're trying to put our finger on why exactly the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are underachieving. Carlin, no matter what injuries they're dealing with on the offensive side of the ball, there's no world in which the Carolina Panthers should beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, especially after the team has signaled that we're punting on the season after we fired our head coach and we traded our best player. So it, it speaks to something bigger being the issue, and I'm not sure exactly what's going to be the remedy for that. Now, I still contend that this team in the offense in particular is going to be better when Ryan Jensen gets back. I mean, a Pro Bowl center in the interior of that offensive line for a quarterback that's stationary like Tom Brady is going to make a difference. But I don't think it's going to solve all the ails of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I think you got to put some of this on Brady, but we also got to point to Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich as well, because those guys have to be better if this team is going to get past this slump. I believe Brady, when he talks about everything that he does in the we sense, and I, I do believe that um, Brady is somebody that uh, should be treated uh, with a a remarkable level of respect, even if. We have gone through this season where Brady missed time in training camp, where taking Wednesdays off, these kinds of things that are coming up, you know, 
I do wonder, we asked a question to Jeff earlier, if he's being treated that way by teammates. In other words, do teammates still look at Brady with the same level of respect is not the right word. Reverence? Reverence is the word. Or or just more of leadership. Like, can they look at him and say, wait a second, you're leading us, but we have been in this the entire time. Meanwhile, things have changed a little bit for you. It's not a jealousy with how he's being treated. It's just, is he capable of having that perception from players when his circumstances are different? No, I get where you're coming from. And and listen, here's the deal. Tom Brady is the greatest football player of all time. Yep. Period. Absolutely. So, so there's always going to be that respect. There's always going to be that reverence. But when it comes to the micro level and what it means in order for the Bucks this year to get their season turned around, guys want to know that you are as invested as they are. And sometimes, Carlin, it's not a matter of your produ- your production on the field or your ability because everybody knows Tom Brady still has those things. Yeah. It's about just being there. Like we talked about him missing a walkthrough the day before a game to attend Robert Kraft's wedding. Like, we want to make sure you have as much skin in the game as we do. And here's the other part of this. When you're missing time preparing to compete, whether it's training camp or in the regular season, that has an effect. Now, we've seen guys in the past miss time. Like, if you're dealing with legal issues, if you're dealing with issues with your family, and for whatever reason you can't be at a practice, you know, you can't make it. I've, I've heard of guys missing games because of they've have, having some some issues off the field. But those guys aren't the quarterback. Quarterback is yeah. a leadership position. And so when you have your quarterback doing those types of things, I think it creates a different dynamic when it comes to the level of urgency that everybody approaches their job with. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like if your quarterback isn't there subconsciously as a player, you might not be as intense. Your prep might not be as sharp. You might not be paying as much attention in the film room when Tom Brady's not in there. Why? Because you don't have to. And I'm not saying that they're they're doing this and they're saying they're aware of it. I'm thinking that this is a subconscious thing. They're just relaxing a little bit hmm. because the guy that's the one that sets the temperature for the entire organization in terms of how they go about their business is not around. See, that's and it's and almost I, you know what it's like, Carlin? I'm gonna give you a perfect example of what it's like. When you're a kid in middle school and you got a substitute. Yeah, teacher, absolutely. I was and, just thinking and, the and, same and, thing. And they, and they dole out some work for you to do during class. Yep. You know, when it's the substitute teacher, you're going to mess around yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. whatever. You're going to pass notes. You're going to talk a little bit in the back when you shouldn't be, where you should be focused on your work. But that's what that's what it feels like with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. And they have just enough excuses with the injuries and the newness in the coaching staff to be able to, you know, say, oh, we've got time to figure it out. That's the lie that everybody's telling themselves in that building. We've got time to figure it out because we've been here before. Here's Jeff Darlington, who was on with us just a little while ago on this very topic. He's still an elite quarterback who's throwing elite passes, but something is clearly different. I don't think that I can merely look at the roster and say it's insufficient. Something about the energy, the chemistry of that building feels very different to me right now. And if we're going to look back and say for the past several years that it's Brady who changes things for the positive, we have to wonder this year, and maybe this changes, if it's Brady that potentially isn't able to do that the same way he has before. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of validity in that. But I I love the way that you put it on a subconscious level. Years ago, I talked to a player who was kind of a big-time player, and he had just uh, – the coach who had just left 
was a very tough coach, was on top of them all the time. Mm. And I asked the player, like, how you doing? It was a couple months later. He's like, man, it feels like I had a massive weight lifted off my back. And for a bit, it was good. But then, because you don't have that level of urgency that's around you, that Brady was just talking about, we need that level of urgency, then it's hard to flip that switch back on. And, I, you know, he saw the results. It didn't work as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it works for different guys different ways. But, like, I'm thinking about the same thing. When I hear Brady talk about the urgency factor, well, it would be natural for guys to not treat it with that same urgency just simply without even realizing they're doing it. Yeah, and I think that's what's going on in Tampa. But here's the deal, Carlin. Because they play in the NFC South and because it doesn't feel like that's an, a very good division, they believe that they have time to figure all of these things out. And, Carlin, when it comes to being able to build a team and make sure that at the end of this season you're a championship contender, a lot of the issues that they've shown early on have to get buttoned up. And the, the Bill Parcells used to say this all the time. He said, the worst thing you can do in this business is fool yourself. You just mentioned the light switch analogy. Yeah. The worst thing that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can believe they can do is flip a light well, switch that's and, what I'm thinking and, right and now. play at a championship level and, when it matters the most. It doesn't happen like that. It doesn't work like that. And that's why this is on Tom a little bit. Like, Tom has to, and I'm sure he recognizes it, but Tom has to recognize that his teammates are not responding the same way, and maybe he needs to get in there a little bit more. Well, his presence, that's the thing. They're yeah. not responding the same way because of his presence. Again, we want you to have the same skin in the game that we do. Because you're the damn quarterback. It's okay if you're a linebacker and you miss a practice or a game because of some personal issues. If you're a wide receiver and you miss a game because you got something going on with your lady off the field. Everybody is understands that. When you get back, we welcome you with open arms. But the quarterback is the guy we need there all the time, Carlin. The cliche, first one in, last one out. We need you to be there to set the tone for what we're trying to do. But also because we know... You are the most important cog when it comes to whether or not we win or lose on Sundays. Last night, there was one of the great things I have seen in sports in a long, long time. And it was one of those congratulations, you played yourself moments. Uh We'll tell you about that next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It was pure entertainment, as it usually is, to watch John Morant last night. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just absurd watching him play and the ability that he has. But it wasn't even about an incredible dunk or an incredible drive or any of that, although they were all there, too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> the highlight last night, for me, had to do with just a very, very, very subtle play he made over midcourt. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So, in the fourth quarter last night, Ben Simmons has five fouls for the Nets. John Morant, about three and a half minutes to go, right? About three and a half minutes left. Yeah. John Morant lets the ball roll up the court so the clock doesn't start. Mm-hmm. But the Nets are all back on defense already. So he lets it roll very slowly all the way up the court right across midcourt. And then he finally picks it up and the clock finally starts. No joke, 10, 12 seconds at least. That mm-hmm. would have been saved there. Yeah. Ben Simmons with the five fouls, as Morant just picks up the ball and stands there for five, six, seven, eight seconds, comes up and just finally kind of almost panics, it looks like, and gets right up on him and starts to guard him. And Morant just leans in, draws contact. Yep. Foul number six. And what I love even more about the play, if you haven't seen it yet, is that he turns and points to the bench. Go That's ahead, it. Ben. Take a seat. That's it. <laughs> I loved it from John Morant. But this is a problem for the Brooklyn Nets because this is the second time in three games that Ben Simmons is fouled out. And this is a guy... Well, that don't happen when you haven't played a year and a half or well, whatever. Well, here's the thing. He's supposed to be a defensive stopper. Where was that defense last night? On the bench. He scored 130 points. Yeah. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the, the Brooklyn Nets allowed the Grizzlies to drop 39 on them in the first quarter, Carlin. So, I mean, when you start talking about the impact that Ben Simmons is going to have, it ain't going to be as a scorer or a shooter. It's about being a facilitator on the offensive end. So he checked that box because KD and Kyrie both went for 37. But he also had five turnovers, and the defense was non-existent because Rob Moran had 38 points. So, again, I ask myself, we talk about the Ben Simmons experiment and that being the missing piece to make this a true title contender. I don't see that from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. I just don't. Now, conversely, I do see that from the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Because not only did Ja have 38, Desmond Bain had 38 too. And there's a nice little two-man game that those two got going, not to mention Dylan Brooks getting involved in the act. By the way, did you see the alley-oop that Dylan Brooks threw to Ja Morant (laughs) with about two minutes left in the first half? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he got up to go get that one, Carlin, with the left hand. Uh, I mean, that was one of those where T. Morant had to stand up and clap. Wow. That, that's how impressive it was, but that's that speaks to how special Moran is, but overall the vibe on this Memphis Grizzlies team with Taylor Jenkins as their head coach. They got something special going down down there. They're on the short list of true title contenders in the Western Conference. Now, having said that, last week, you'll remember, we were talking about MVP candidates, and I threw out Ja at 14-1. to 1. It's pretty, it's that's pretty, pretty good nice. value. That's pretty nice, yeah. Pretty nice value. This morning, Greeny on Get Up. Grizzlies win it 134-124 right now, and I know it's early. John Morant is the NBA's most valuable player. 
greedy. Come it's on, four G. games. G, come it's on, G. <laughs> come on, G. <laughs> we played four games, man. That is that is less than five percent of the season. He's the MVP, Greeny. And no, it's very early, Greeny. Come on. Yeah, we gotta come chill. On. We gotta chill out on that one, man. G's gotta know oh. better on that one. We can't listen. The MVP chatter is only gonna get louder because the way the guy is playing it. Well, we got to chill out. I don't know. I'd go Anthony Simons myself after last night. Yeah, I just, yeah we got to. It's been four games, man. But, it's I mean, four games. But that speaks to the expectations that we have well, for John Moran, right? Yes, and and also the expectations that the public clearly has and that Vegas clearly has for John Moran because he has gone from 14 to 1 mm-hmm. last week to plus 750, so seven and a half to one. Basically, the odds have been cut in half on John Morant in the span of about a week. Well, that'll happen when you're averaging 35 and seven. (laughs) (laughs) That'll happen. But it's only four games. We got to pump the brakes. We know it's ebbs and flows in the season. And one of the other things that we got to see from John Morant, Carlin, is this dude stay healthy for all 82. Yes, We know that's, that's been a problem for him, man, staying healthy. And you worry about that sometimes with the way that he plays. I mean... He plays violent basketball, if that makes sense, which with reckless abandon, he's an elite-level athlete. He plays above the rim, and so that's what draws us to him. That's what makes him a must-watch, but that's also a part of why we're so concerned about his health because he's not a very big guy, and so when you're up in the air, when you're exposed, and when you're planting and cutting and crossing over guys the way he does, you worry about injury being a factor. Yeah, but you know what? There is not a player in the league that if I were starting a franchise that I would want before John Morant right now. That's a strong statement. And that has to do with age, too. That's a strong statement. It is a strong statement. That's a strong statement. But there is not a player in the league if I was starting the franchise at his age currently, or or anybody else in the league for that matter. Giannis is 27 years old, Carlin. Giannis, Giannis, world champion already. He's 27 years old. I know. A couple of MVPs. I know. You're taking John Morant over that dude. Right now I am. Wow. And and the and I'm not saying that John Morant is better. No, no, no. I get I'm what you're saying. saying. I get what I'm you're saying. I'm factoring in the position he plays, yeah. all that stuff, yeah. to build around him. That's what I'm doing. That's a strong statement. That is a strong statement. Is it a crazy statement? It's not a crazy statement, but that's a strong statement. Is there anybody else that you should consider in that discussion? Oh, I'm taking Giannis. Giannis is the first guy I'm starting. Mm-hmm. And, and I tw- love Giannis. Giannis is 27 years old. Yep. He's 27 years old. I'm taking the 27-year-old that I know can win a championship. Mm-hmm. Give me that guy all day. Like with Jason Tatum, he's, you know, you're projecting with a guy like that. Like Kevin Durant, he's past it. LeBron, he's past it. Like I, there are some guys that are really, really good players that I would have in the top 10 that I wouldn't take because of their age. But then when you look at the other young guys – I mean, I would probably say Giannis. Luka Doncic is a guy that deserves some consideration in that conversation. Mm. Although I don't know if he plays well in the sandbox, sandbox with others. Yeah, that's what I'd be meaning with about. other stars. Yep. Um, but Luka's there. He's in that conversation. If uh, if if Morant is one for me, Giannis is one A, mm-hmm. and it's close. But Morant's twenty three, and he plays a position. That in the league right now, I would rather have a dominant player at. I'll tell you another guy that a lot of people are going to be talking a lot more about. If you're starting a team, you might want to consider him. That guy in Minnesota, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. He's, I mean, we're not there yet, but yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm telling I know. you. That, that guy is special, man. That guy, that, that, the, the guy they call Ant-Man is, is, is one of those guys you got to watch out for. 
and Carlin, he's only 21 years old. Mm-hmm. You talk about considerate, he's only 21 years old. So I get it. I'm saying. I get it. I would start a team with Giannis, but I understand where you're coming from with Ja Morant. And it's such a point guard-driven league that I have a hard time arguing against it, if that makes sense. Yep. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. Canty, nobody ever asked the question, who's number nine? Who's number 13? No, what do they want to know? Who's number one? That's right. We'll tell you next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Yes! Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. The World Series is on ESPN Radio, presented by AutoZone. Catch all the action Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN the ESPN app. Canty, I always enjoy every week not finding out who's number 12, not finding out who's <laughs> number 6. I want to know who's number 1. Each week, only one team can top Canty's NFL power rankings. Number 1. Who? Who's number 1? Find out now. It's who's number 1. All right, let's do it. Number All 5. Right, let's kick it off with the Minnesota Vikings. That's right, Carl. The Minnesota Vikings, last week's number 5 team. They had a bye week. And guess what? They stay in the five spot. Now, the Dallas Cowboys got serious consideration, but after the Lions pushed them to the brink in the fourth quarter of that game on Sunday, I couldn't vault the Cowboys back into that top five, but they're right there teetering. They deserve honorable mention. But the Minnesota Vikings holding strong at that number five spot. Now, they got a test against the Arizona Cardinals. We'll see if we can take them seriously if they take care of their business in week eight. Keeping it pushing. Number four. My New York football giants. That's right. Big Blue, are you with me? Together Blue. And together, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, they're making it happen for the G-Men, Carlin. You saw it with Daniel Jones early in that game, going over the top to Darius Slayton to get on the board and take an early lead. And then Saquon Barkley at the end of that game, being able to salt it away, running the football. Ten carries, 72 yards for Saquon at the end of that game. Really dominant performance. Also got to give a shout-out to that Giants defense that made Brian Dayball right with his gamble early in the fourth quarter to go for it. They didn't get it. Defense got the stop and got the ball back. It didn't hurt them. The fact that they went for it didn't get it. So shout-out to the defense for making it happen. And also closing that game out, Fabian Moreau and Xavier McKinney tackling Christian Kurt at the goal line and preserving the win. Keep it moving. Number three. Number three, Carlin. I know last week the number three team was the Kansas City Chiefs. And they dropped from week five 
to week six because of the loss to the Buffalo Bills. Right. The Buffalo Bills had a bye week. That, correct. The Buffalo Bills fell down to the number three spot. I almost did a spit take. The, the Buffalo Bills are now the number three team oh, in my power on. rankings. And here's the thing, Carlin. No diss to the Bills. They have the number one offense and the number one defense. There's not a whole lot not to like about the Buffalo Bills, but they spend so much of their time playing from out in front of teams. They don't necessarily have to come from behind. The only time when we're talking about them coming from behind was against the Baltimore Ravens. They did a great job, but we also got to acknowledge the Baltimore Ravens blow leads, and they didn't have Rashad Bateman in the second half of that game. The Buffalo Bills are, I don't know, Carlin, I just, based on the performance that I saw this week and what I saw overall throughout the season, the Buffalo Bills are firmly entrenched as my third best team in the National Football You're League. You're punishing them for being great. That's what you're doing. I'm not punishing them for being great. It feels like it. I just want to see a team win a few different ways and be consistent with with the versatility that they have in their game. Don't necessarily see that from the Buffalo Bills. There are some things that concern me about this team. The run game on the offensive side of the ball and their ability to be able to shut down the run consistently on defense. Got to watch that for the Buffalo Bills. Keeping it pushing. Number two. You know who number two is. Number two is the Kansas City Chiefs. And why did I put them there? Oh, I don't know. The previous number one defense in the National Football League, they went through them like a knife through hot butter. Kansas City blew the doors off of the San Francisco 49ers, 44-23. And, Carlin, that's after spotting them a 10-point lead on the road. Pat Mahomes, since 2019, doesn't matter that he gives up 10-point leads because you know what? When he has a double-digit deficit, the guy wins 70% of the games. This guy is an absolute magician. He plays lights out, especially when his back is up against it coming off of a loss. He's 13-3 and off of losses. The thing that's impressive about me with the Kansas City Chiefs is that we didn't know how they were going to get it done offensively in the passing game without Tyreek Hill. And now you're seeing a game where they had two, not one, but two receivers going north of 100 yards. Shout out to Pat Mahomes. Kansas City Chiefs, the number two team in the NFL. Number one. You know who the top spot is reserved for. Them birds from Philadelphia. Oh, they had a buy. You sure they didn't drop? No, they didn't drop. The Philadelphia Eagles. Man, listen, if you're a Philadelphia sports fan, it's all aces for you. You got the Phillies in the World Series and the Eagles undefeated. It ain't you all are aces. At, you are all you are winning. Well, <laughs> yeah. There, there's that other team in Philadelphia. Check out Mr. Embiid and Company these days. Yeah, it's not listen, all aces. But you ain't worried about listen, you don't worry about the NBA until after Christmas anyway, especially when the Eagles are undefeated going into week eight. And listen, the thing that I love about Philadelphia is the thing that I want to see more of from the Buffalo Bills. Winning football games a lot of different ways. We've seen this Eagles team come from behind with a double-digit deficit against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We've seen them in back-to-back games on the road in Arizona and against Dallas salt the game away in the fourth quarter with the run game. We've seen it with dominant defense and takeaways. They've had three games this season, Carlin, where they had three or more takeaways. This is a complete football team. Probably most complete roster, top to bottom. They got a top five offense, top ten defense, and the biggest difference in this team this year is the development of Jalen Hurts. He's not an elite quarterback, but he's a really good quarterback. He's a guy that you can win with, and I think he's starting to ascend to that top ten to twelve category of quarterbacks in the National Football League. He's been that good through the first third of the season. All right, there it is, Canty's top five. Power rankings for week eight. That's it right there. Okay, a couple of things. What's up? Number one, it's a hot knife through butter, not a knife through hot butter. Because hot butter's melted already. Well, warm butter. 
even when the knife, yeah, when the knife hitting it make it warm. So yeah, it's a hot knife that cuts through hard butt. Yeah, boy, you are looking at me like you want to kill me. No, I'm just, I'm just. I'm, if you here's the thing, if you warm the butter, not to the point as a where man you, that knows butter, not, not it's to, a hot knife through butter. Okay, I don't want to be yeah. like Keyshawn and saying potato potato. <laughs> if it is tomato tomato, if you're saying it's a hot knife through butter, okay, yes. cool. Because one but of the why veins would you, of, but why would you have a hot knife? Because you want to have a warm knife so it goes right through the butter and it makes it more easily spreadable. But, but can I ask you this question? Isn't it easier to heat up the butter than it is to heat up the knife? Well, what if you're not necessarily? I'm because, asking. I'm asking. This where, is not something I'm assuming. All right, I'm we'll asking. talk about this scientifically. Where is that point where the the butter is just softened if as you, opposed to melted in a microwave? Carlin, if you put a stick of butter in the microwave for five seconds, it's not going to completely melt. It's not no, going to be... completely melt, but it's it, not going to soften. There it is will a, soften. What are you talking very, about? You are playing a very dangerous you, game, my friend. What are you talking about? It will go. It will go to partially melted as opposed to softened. Okay, Carl. If you don't hit it right at the right, right Carlin, spot, well, and I don't know the exact uh, the exact modifications or or spec. Uh, what do they call them? Specifications of that microwave. Okay. Well, go ahead and put your <laughs> knife in the microwave and see what happens. You go ahead when I, and do when you, I, you warm no. up your knife. I'll warm up the butter. You go all, ahead and do it your way. All I got to do is run my knife under hot water and it just slices right so, through the so butter. So as soon as you cut on your, soon as you cut on your faucet, it's boiling hot water. No, it takes you know a couple of ten seconds. I don't okay, know. Okay, so if I'm putting the stick of butter in the microwave for five seconds, my way is quicker and it's the same desired effect. I don't understand it. All I can tell you is it, the phrase. The fra- you're right on the phrase, yeah. but from a practical standpoint, what you're saying makes no sense. No, that's not true. It makes no that's sense. Not true. It makes no sense. That's not true. This is my hill, and I'm going to die on it. It makes no sense. <laughs> Listen, just because you've got the world's most perfect microwave. And like the rest of it, it that's kind of what microwave. it sounds like. Because it's not a is, perfect microwave. It is a very, very dangerous game you are it's playing, my dangerous. friend. It's not dangerous. When you are trying to melt oh butter or gosh. soften butter in the microwave, it is not an easy thing to do. Oh, my gosh. Next right. thing you know, you got puddles of butter everywhere, okay. and you're cleaning out that microwave for a week. Okay. Secondly, I don't know how you have the, the bills slip. I mean, <laughs> I, come on. <laughs> More importantly... I guess, I don't know how you have the bills slip. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? After watching that performance in the Bay Area. Uh, it was are, phenomenal. Are you ready to say that the Kansas City Chiefs are an inferior team to the Buffalo Bills? Well, the only thing I would say is that you have used this same rationale before of who beat who. The Bills no, beat the no, Chiefs. No, 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 no. Listen, the Giants lost to the Cowboys. The Cowboys are 5-2. and two. The Cowboys ain't in my power rankings. I understand that. Okay. I understand that. All but right. you have used that rationale before in other instances. And and to me, if we have two teams on that same level and one has more one more loss and that loss happened to come at the hands of the other, I can't punish the other team for being off this week. Okay. Can't I'm not it. punishing the other team. Oh, you're teams punishing with, them. I'm not punishing them. No, I you just, are, you're punishing I and rewarding. I think Kansas City on their best day is better than the Buffalo Bills on their best day. Hot knife. Period. Through butter. Not a butter. Not a knife through hot butter. That's all. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Your turn to weigh in next. Please tell me why Canty is dead wrong. Not about the rankings, but about the butter. I'm not wrong about the butter. The phrase I'm wrong with, I'm not wrong about the butter. I'm not wrong. I refuse to believe I'm wrong about the butter. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio.
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You can't miss Canty and Carlin, pound for pound, the biggest show on ESPN radio. The butter ticks are coming in fast and furious on Twitter. Canty and Carlin, ESPN radio. Follow us on Twitter at Chris Carlin. At Chris Canty 99, Alex McCreary. You wouldn't want to warm or melt the entire stick of butter anyway. What if you only needed one piece? Well, Alex, if you put one piece of butter in there, you are guaranteed for that to melt. Exactly. If you put it there in there My for 10 point seconds. is, I break it down to a half a stick of butter. Just cut it. You warm it up five seconds. It's going to soften a little bit. Use what I want to use. <laughs> put the rest of it back. That's simple. It's not that complicated. David checking in, microwaving the butter too much could change the chemical makeup of the butter, changing the taste. Hot knife through butter is the way to go. I don't know if it changes the chemical makeup or not. It doesn't really change the taste. I doesn't, it doesn't change the taste. I mean, you don't want to burn it, but I, I don't think it changes the taste. The whole point is not to put it in the microwave too long. I said five seconds in the microwave. Yeah. That's Again, what I do. I, I would point out, that you have to have the right microwave to do what you're talking about. Okay. Because otherwise, it's very hard to pick that one spot, and it's one spot where it just goes soft as opposed to completely melted. That's yeah. it. We have more takes coming in on the phone. So, it's a yes, ESPN. I got to hear it. 888-729-3776. Jason and George is on ESPN Radio. Jason, set Canty straight, please. Hey, look, uh, first off, love the show. Appreciate y'all. Um, but I got to tell you guys, both of you are wrong on this butter what? take, right? What you need to do is you get a either porcelain or plastic uh, butter tray that you set out on the counter. You put the stick of butter in there, and you let it get to room temperature. It won't melt. It won't do anything like that. And then when you get yeah, ready that to use weeks. it, you take yeah, who got time? That's what I'm saying, bro. Who got time for that? <laughs> like, that's like planning no, that no, goes no. into that. No, no, no. Uh, listen, I need uh, I need my butter now, and I am not putting it out the night before to make sure it's soft. But he's making a go. good point. You do have to have a butter tray. Like, I have a butter tray sure. in my refrigerator, and then there's the compartment in the refrigerator where you put the butter. Ironically, like, some people just throw the stick of butter in that compartment. I think that's a, no, that's that's a faux pas. You don't do that. I, Ironically, I broke the butter tray last week while my wife was out of town. How the hell did you break the I butter tray? I dropped it. It, it, it. it slid out while I was putting the butter. Man, when Cheryl leaves, out, and leaves it all you falls your, apart. When you're on their own devices, it's you and the dog. And it, you're looking at each other like, who the hell's in charge? The dog was looking at me like, when is she coming back? What is going on? Guys, here? I actually have a quick question. Uh, any chance yeah. that we can bring in our resident uh, show expert on uh, baking and cooking all things that would be butter related, Christine Lacey? Could we do Absolutely. that? Real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can. Absolutely. Christine and Lisi, uh, please enlighten us here. No, let me rephrase that. Enlighten Canty here as to why he is wrong about this butter discussion. About the, the microwave, I'm not sure, but like the whole butter dish thing, that involves planning, and that does not seem to be most men except Evan. It doesn't seem to be a strength about planning of the butter to leave it out. She's generalizing so much I'm sorry, here. Come Cam. On. Am I wrong? Correctly. Am I wrong about planning of the butter? No. She might be generalizing, but is she wrong? No, she's not wrong. No, she's, she's not, not wrong. wrong. No, no. Not, not at all. She's not wrong. 
Christine, would you, if you needed to soften some butter quickly, would you put the butter in the microwave or would you, you know, put the knife under some hot water? I would... I guess I I I might microwave it, but like for my purposes for like baking, I just like use a cheese grater, and that kind of softens it up rather quickly. Ooh, really? Ooh mm-hmm. look at Christine Lisi enlightening <laughs> us. Oh. I never thought to go to the cheese grater. Butter and Hello. cheese grater. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I use it for cooking all the time if I don't plan early enough, and I I want to make cookies, and the butter's not soft. I just use a cheese grater. And if you're not following Christine Lisi on Twitter, <laughs> at Christine Lisi, you have to follow and see exactly what she is baking, especially, no, 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 no. especially when the Bills win. We have to put a disclaimer out there. If you are trying to lose weight and get back in shape, do not follow Christine Lisi on Twitter. If you're trying to tweet, clog your arteries, though. I'm telling you, I those tweets, you that they, they will make you do a nosedive off your diets with the quick. Don't do that. If you're trying to lose weight, don't do it. Hey, Otherwise, say, treat yourself. Like, when I see that, on Twitter, that's the that's one of the reasons why I would be glad that I'm not in Bristol because yeah. I would eat them all. Oh, no doubt. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how can I get Christine Lisi to package some of those goodies up and send them to us. Oh, wow. I yeah. think you just did. Is that, is that it? Just, is that it? I'm putting them. it out there. You know, you don't you don't you don't ask. You but, don't know. Butter with a cheese grater. That's interesting. That's brilliant. Wow. I'd never even considered that. I still don't understand how I'm wrong for putting the butter in the microwave. I don't get it. I got the phrase wrong. I'm willing to admit that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, you know, pick that hill to die on. But I still don't think I'm wrong for putting a stick of butter in the microwave for five seconds to warm it up, just so the knife goes through quicker. I mean, all I could say is you must be a Gordon Ramsay level chef to trust your instincts on the butter that easily, because otherwise you're just asking for butter trouble. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.